0: Welcome back to another episode of Three Cousins Do a Podcast. Leading a creative project can be hard. It comes with disappointments, a heavy load of responsibility, and can sometimes even make you want to stop crafting it entirely. However, through those difficult moments, lessons are learned, triumphs are achieved, and great memories are born. Today, we share our experience being at the helm of a creative project and what we got out of it. If you aren't already, follow us on our Instagram page at Three Cousins a Podcast and give us a like here, on Spotify. Alright guys, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Three Cousins Do A Podcast. I'm here with the gang, yeah. and today... <laughs> gang gang. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. No, we're a gang, we're a gang. We're a very peaceful gang. Okay. Um... <laughs>
1: what are you are you, violent? <laughs> are you secretly violent <laughs> wait no no no. because i remember back like way back in the zombie episode you were talking about like brutally beating people and sacrificing them for the greater good so i don't want to hear anything oh, Yo, spe- spe- speaking of to. which
2: which one of you two was the one that was like i want to look that into was somebody's giant. eyes that when
0: was i, them. Yes, oh, I said did. that yeah, Really? yes sir <laughs> I don't think I could. If it were like for real, if I had a gun to someone's head, I don't think I could. No, look you at definitely their face. said
1: that. I remember that
0: specifically. Or or it's like I would have to buy out of respect, but I really would I I, I I think
2: that's the reason that yes. you gave, like out of respect for the person you would stare
0: them in the eyes in their well, soul only, as you take their. I life mean away. like you're taking someone's life. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they say the first one's always the hardest. So uh, what I know, though, Um, (laughs) anyway, um, we've all had to kind of be in leadership positions, uh, whether that be, you know, because we put ourselves there or because somehow we ended up there, Um, but more so because we are in creative fields and we kind of like to make things. And when you're making something, you are by default, kind of the leader of that thing. You are the one who controls how it ebbs and flows, at least uh, in the independent world. I recently made uh, a film at the end of my four years at film school, and I was a director and the writer, and boy, oh boy, uh, from the beginning until the end, it was definitely an emotional journey i didn't break down my my resolve was not broken do i still want to make films yes but like i understand how hard it is now um i i don't know if i should go into like my whole emotional arc on that or like should we like all discuss at the same time i I think we
2: we, we can discuss and kind of naturally uh reveal parts of our backstory you know dive deep into the lore of our uh, creation, I can I can start with just the general. Um, I, I think going through college and learn, learning what I learned, it took me a while. Even though I know I wanted to be in the entertainment field and know I wanted to like make things and produce stuff like TV, movies, and all that, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do in that leadership role. So I kind of had to find that through trial and error. Um, what I'm doing right now is mainly producing uh, works, and that started because uh, one of my friends, uh, Derek, shout-out Derek Walker, he wanted to test out some of his like special effects abilities, so he had written this short for it, and he was looking for someone to... Actually, wait, no, no, I'm a big liar. There was one before that. My friend Alejandra, shout-out to Alejandra, she's killing it up in Woo! New York doing stand-up yeah. and everything. For her directing class, she was looking for... Uh, a producer to help her uh, produce the short film for her class, and you know I was working in the equipment room at the time. We were talking about it, and I was just like, "I mean, hey, I, I, I'll do it for you if you can't find anybody." And that was kind of like my first experience, like gathering crew and everything. And I think through the many different uh, series that I've produced up until this point, from Bomb Alejandra's film to Is This Your Car Derek's film, to now some of my own stuff. Like, I've learned a lot through that process. I have some regrets and things. And there there was – I feel like I've gotten better, and, and that's the goal. But I kind of want to hear uh, you guys' journey to that leadership position before I delve deeper into what I do.
0: Um, I mean, with me, I mean, I, I knew that I had to do it because it's part of the curriculum. Um, the only thing I would say is, like er, – because of COVID, it kind of broke my focus a little bit towards that final year. And so I'd say I didn't start kind of mentally preparing for it until um, I actually had to start writing it. Because a lot of people, you know, they, they actually already knew what they wanted to do for their thesis film uh, from like second year or like uh, first year even um, or, like, they had, like, oh, I'll save this for later type of thing, right, I didn't have that, so my preparation started only when I began writing it, and, um, directing a film is something I hadn't done before in the past, but I had, like, directed smaller music videos and some, like, shorts that I made, um, either for exercises or, um, just, like, my personal enjoyment, so I was good at, like, articulating a vision but like on a bigger scale it it was definitely a challenge and so I tried to prepare myself by kind of really focusing on the visuals that I saw from my script and also just like what I wanted to say and kind of just keep picturing you know how I want the set to go how I want the actors to act knowing full well that like it wasn't going to happen exactly the way i think but like the more i could be in tune with that is the more i could be like all right i know that maybe this shot that we're getting right now isn't exactly what i want but it's not what i don't want it's not like completely what i don't want it's like close to it if i couldn't get like what i exactly wanted i would like know okay well then we should do this so i can at least get this aspect of it
2: john luke i know that you're not really in the film space per se, but I know you're kind of adjacent, adjacent with the stuff that you do, in both theater and musically. Right. Do you have like any uh, experience and stuff you want to so talk about? So
1: this doesn't, uh, really apply to me in any sort of traditional sense because I haven't really taken on any sort of leadership role, in in the things that I have done. At most, it's been like, uh collaborative with my other with my other people. Most recently, uh, actually, um. Tomorrow was actually the last performance of this, but we did. We are doing a production of Macbeth in uh, one of my local, uh, one of like my local spaces, and we do have a director. Uh, and it's through his company, but it, it, p- putting the whole thing together has really been a collaborative effort. Um, it, it just like ensuring that the entire thing goes smoothly, we we are the cast and the crew at the same time, and the advertisers at the same time. So it's it's very much like okay one thing I one thing I realized about being any sort of creative is that pretty much pretty much all creative like enterprises or jobs is, is essentially entrepreneurship. It's mm-hmm. you have to be business minded and you, the the art is definitely the most important part, but you definitely have to understand how logistics how things work logistically. For an example that pertains to myself specifically right now i am in the beginning stages of producing a web novel you know like the the long running series that you can like find on webnovel.com or royal road or tapas or wattpad even so i'm in the beginning stages of producing one of those and and that's a very like interesting experience because i have to figure out uh, it's really not just posting the chapters on the website it's i have to figure out hey how am i going to advertise this uh am i have to set up backup chapters in case i can't write for a week i have to do this and that and i think it's as an experience it's very very quite stressful especially uh as someone who's still in college and and working and balancing that and relationships and everything and dealing with writer's block and and you know all those things but i think
2: yeah, yeah. Dude, go ahead. I was gonna say, dude, like that—that that is something that is a re- really underrated and unspoken about when it comes to creation, mm-hmm. like uh, the the actual advertising and marketing of the things you right. create. And social media is hard. Super difficult. It, it's difficult, and that—that's something yes. that, uh, I, I've run into with the web series that I worked on with my other producers, Greg and Jacob and Reina, as well as. This uh, short film that's coming out premiering uh, the while we're recording this tonight it'll premiere, but by the time this episode is out you already see it. The Hurt Olympics that we did for the film forty eight hour film project, but like trying to get people engaged and seeing the content, coming up with ideas of what content you can to market this idea, like, like it, it really is a craft in and of itself, right. and like like you you don't really appreciate. How difficult it is to do and to get eyes on your project until you're actually trying to do it. Seriously.
0: Also, I mean, send it over. You know, I'll post it on my page. Post it on the podcast. Oh yeah, dude,
2: Jai Jai is killing it. Like like I uh a little behind the scenes here at Three Cousins. Jai is the one who not only edits all of the episodes, but he makes the cool little graphics that you guys see on Instagram for the episodes. And I've uh, I've gotten a little bit more familiar with Canva. I'm still a novice by all means. I think out of the three of us, I am the least visually artistic in that manner. And but like I, it's something that I want to get better at, and I'm, I'm learning how to do with these software.
0: Canva is is pretty yeah. good. I have I actually got a twelve month so a year free subscription because I went to Tribeca's like. Uh, they had a thing with canva talking about how to make pitch decks oh, wow. with canva oh nice so so i'm using that i'm gonna try to like make a pitch deck for an animated tv series oh is it, is it that so one that you see if i can make it's the same the same tattoo one that gotcha. i talked about with gotcha. you oh, months okay. back um but yeah no yeah uh yeah for sure john Lee, like like Definitely send that over, cause I don't know the website that you're using. Like I've never, I'm not a person who, yeah. who reads uh, those type of things. Like yeah. I would, I'm not I, a person I, who the reads. Only thing, <laughs> <period>. the, <general. laughs> the only thing I read is like, uh, like book, like physical books, and then like manga, if I'm gonna read online or like. You news know, it's book, actually. Like. It's That's so like, interesting.
1: I, I could I, I could go on about it. I feel like it's a different episode topic, but I could really go on about how because the thing about web novels and like, is that they're like, that because they're like one chapter at a time on a website, you read it in the same speed as you would like read a chapter of a manga. So it's like, especially mm, like okay. a lot of like I know the website Tapas, which also does web, which also does like web comics. Um, they have like. They have, like, yeah. a uh, 15,000 character limit, which I believe, like, rounds out to maybe 3,000 words. So, and those go by really okay. quickly, and so you're just, like, eating through the chapter. So, like, reading 10,000 words on one of those websites is not, is, like, goes by quicker than reading 10,000 words in, like, a paperback. And it's, re- it's really interesting. So, I'll I'll send you some examples of, like, uh, easy stories to get into, but I digress. You were saying?
0: Okay. Mm-hmm um no just that here to support that's yeah. all it is yeah
2: and i think that's a good uh segue into another question i have for you guys because like we're talking about supporting each other and using each other's skills and talents like and and definitely the lane that we're in is very collaborative as john Luke mentioned earlier sometimes you can be your own cast and crew and do all these right. other things uh what experiences have you guys had um Getting crew or cast, or like getting other people to collaborate with you, and how has that process been?
1: You want to speak first. I mean, I have the least experience in doing this, but I all I, all I know, all I can say, is that in the interest of not okay, this is going to sound a little pe- pessimistic. I have learned that people are a lot flakier <laughs> than than they seem to be. Like most mm. people. Yeah. Don't actually have a good grasp on what they really mean by their availability, and they're not really upfront about that those things. So like organizing things isn't isn't as easy as uh, as you would hope probably.
0: This is very true. I mean, in a film set, it's like people do it because either they like you, they believe in the project, or like they're right. getting paid well. Mm-hmm. So like that can work um but like an independent like for example like a writing project and you want to get funding for it or you want it to be published like that requires connections and connections can be hard to get because um, like one you have to be good and then two even if you are good like then people still have to see it and they also have to think that you're good, mm. you know, too. Mm. Even if only you think it's good. Like, I mean, when I say, like, you think it's good, I mean, like, you... Because, like, you know, as a writer, like, you're going to, like, criticize your work heavy. But there's a point, at least I feel that, like, you know, a, a writer's going to be like, okay, well, this is definitely good. Obviously, you know, after everything you create, you're going to be like, well, I could have done this. But, like... You know, it's like this is readable now and not just like uh, the whole second half doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's really just hard to like uh, do that. And then uh, including that, it's like putting yourself out there could be scary. Like, I don't have a problem with doing it, but I think I don't do it enough. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to kind of like just be about it. Honestly, you have to like be about it. Absolutely. It's really tricky.
2: Yeah, I actually have like uh, two stories to tell in terms of like that, that same thing about like flakiness and everything. The first story was, again, when I was really starting out and like I was trying to figure out my way as a producer, what I could do. And uh, it was after it was around the same time I was producing the, those the first short films that I told you about. There was another project that uh, she sent me the script for. I really love the script and the idea for it. Uh, we really wanted to do it. Like we were both in on it. We both thought it had legs. And uh, we, were, we were in college at the time. so like of course, we like put up posters around like the different buildings for the meeting and everything, like QR codes. It was very cool. We had this little thing going. And like we had gotten pizza for, for everybody to come. It was gonna be this big kind of like presentation talking about this idea, trying to assemble a crew and cast and everything in the word out. Uh, we were able to run out of space in our college building for like one of the big like presentation rooms and everything and uh
0: that's pretty cool
2: one person showed up and yeah yeah one person like we we got like four or five boxes of pizza one person showed up and we were able to wrangle two that were like just leaving for the day to like come and sit and watch our presentation long story short that like film didn't end up getting produced or made and like that feeling of nobody showing up but like we still did the presentation for those three people like uh we we split up the i i I reimbursed her for the because she had bought the pizza i gave her some money for the pizza that she had bought like say hey look i'm all in like i still believe in this idea and like we separated all that and just that feeling at that point was it, it wasn't a good feeling but it was a nice learning experience and like i feel like it was necessary for our growth and and i can contrast and juxtapose that with the most recent project i did for the 48 hour film project herd that is on youtube right now if you're listening to this uh go to wake production check it out but the entire thing was shot in one weekend we had one night to write it cuz like friday at 7 is we got our prompt and we we're going to write it uh, that friday night shoot everything saturday edit it sunday and like i i was assembling crew and texting people for that and i was so humbled throughout that weekend because not only did like my friends show up, not only did they bring their talents, they also told their friends about it. And like they were recommending people to like join the project and everything. So we got a full crew there for that. So seeing those two kind of ends of the spectrum, it really makes you appreciate, like, like and you know, people can flake, they have other things going on. And Ajay, as you said, when there's not that incentive there of like money or other things like that, it's hard to get people to show up but that's why it means a lot it's so hard but that's why it means a lot more when they do show up
1: yeah dude it's it's such like i feel like that's that's like an experience where like it's one of those things i'm really scared of but it's also one of those experiences that you just you it's like it's like a canon event right um you just kinda mm. need to go through it. I still haven't seen uh, that what? movie, by the I way. I'm so sorry. Oh guys. my gosh. <laughs> I am so really sorry. Crazy. I need to find the time and the money to watch oh. it. Uh, wow, anyway, um, so you, my, my, wait, entire, wait, my entire my entire like running wait. joke for that whole section of what I was about to talk about is just gone. Anyway, let me rephrase it then. Um <laughs> so there was uh, uh I think it happened last year. There was this um author who tweeted out that For her debut novel only two people came to her book signing and she tweeted that on twitter and i i remember seeing that i I felt so bad and then all these like really acclaimed and famous authors came and kind of rallied behind her i think margaret atwood and neil gaiman and and, and some other people they were like yeah so that happened to me too like (laughs) nobody came to my first book signing whatever and i'm just like it's one it's really heartwarming to see a bunch of like reputable and successful um authors come to like Rally behind this other author and sort of encourage her. Um, but also, I feel like hearing that all of these extremely famous and successful people like start started from the bottom. Now we hear, you know what I mean? Is that is that kind of like mm-hmm. that experience of like it's okay to fail sometimes. It's okay to like get nothing sometimes. Like that's just how things are going to start out. You know, you, what your first YouTube video may have zero views. Your first film might not get backed. Mm-hmm. But you just got to keep working at it. And then you'll get the support yeah. eventually. Also, if you don't have money, feeding people
2: works. Yeah, like, like, like at, at, on on different projects or different film sets, you are. If you can't pay, you can at least offer people a meal. the The kind of rule of thumb in the industry is every six hours of work, you get you give people a meal to eat. And you know, a, a lot of people no pizza. It, yeah, yeah, no pizza if you can. I, I know pizza is a cheap option, but there are other cheap options as well and like most sets do pizza and like it it gets boring some people are lactose intolerant like Mm -hmm. myself it binds you and everything but yeah like getting a grocery list together doing some Mm home-cooked meals it shouldn't be it won't be that that much expensive
1: especially when like you have everybody kind of chipping in and helping with the project especially college students dude the amount of mm. events i've attended just because i heard there was there was going to be free pizza, or free food. food. I, I was like it, oh, was, yeah. it, it could be about something i do not care whatsoever about. like oh, here here's a club about i don't know turtles or something. i'd be like i actually know that's not a good example cuz i love turtles. but anyway, insert insert stupid thing here, but they're like, <laughs> "hey, come and help out and we'll give you two slices of pizza." i'm like, "yo, i'm in there. i'm doing that." and
2: Dude, freshman <laughs> year, there was, like, this there was like an there's event in, like, the common hall of, like, the dorm and everything. It was supposed to be, like, some respect training or, or whatever right. type of event. Only reason we and my friends. Training. it was it was, like, it was not, like, respect training, but, like, of that right. ilk. Only reason me and my friends went was to get the free pizza. And, like, we sat through that the entire time waiting. Like, all right, when are we going to get the free yeah. pizza?
0: At the end. But it doesn't matter because yeah.
1: they got they Always got their the information pizza. out there, dude. And that's that's yeah. the point. That's the point. Like food is such a strong motivator. Did you
0: did you respect? Did you respect after that?
1: Well, well, the the thing
2: is, I don't know if it was respect training. Pre- <laughs> see, see, this this will tell you. I don't even remember <laughs> what they were talking about. All I remember was that there was free pizza.
0: I <laughs> mean, it was freshman year, dog. Yeah. So I mean, dude, I don't even remember stuff. freshman All right, year. I chill um, out, okay? Freshman year wasn't that long ago. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, dog, you're talking about freshman year of your. Of your undergrad, no. Yeah, that, that would be like six ago, years ago, though. right? Hey, all right. How about you guys? <laughs> <How> about <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean to say like, oh my gosh, like you know. But it's like, yeah, that, that's a that's a good. No, yeah. time t- time is it's flying time, though.
1: Not... Time is flying. I yeah, I do be. Oh uh, gosh, I um, I like talking to my friends about. Wow! Whatever trait of thought I just had completely missed it. Completely <laughs> you lost missed it.
0: it. You
2: just oh, you you need you need me to tag it. Tag in, in tag please. In. Okay, yeah. Now changing the subject, we we talked about kind of the struggles that that we've gone mm-hmm. through, and like you know, they, they, it's tough what we're doing. Like people can flake. It's it's very collaborative. Sometimes it's writers block. Sometimes it's other things. Let's let's kind of flip the script a little bit. Talk about the positives that have happened when we've branched oh, out and yes. done these creative things because like we are we are taking these bold chances and risks creating I, something and it can be very beneficial yeah go I off i
0: speak on this i have always been a person who's tried to make things happen um and so after every project whatever it is that i've done where i had to bring people together Even though, like, it's hard to get people together and hard to make things collaboratively, I've always, like, felt after I do it, I'm like, I did that, though. Mm. And, like, it happened and it was realized instead of it just being, like, an idea, you know? Right. And it's like, that, to me, is kind of powerful. It's like, if you just keep doing that, well, one, you're going to get better at it and your things are probably going to be more successful. But it's just like... I feel like that's kind of how you progress as a person in life like with anything it's like just do it and then after you've done it no matter how bad it turns out like you're gonna feel pretty good that you at least got that experience it's really just about the experience of it i think Mm. uh that's what makes me feel kind of good about it just that i gained knowledge from it and met new people even you know yeah
1: right Gosh, I think I think my uh, favorite part about being creatives and like is is really like meeting other people, and yeah, it's weird. I, I find it to be sort of a double edged sword because like I don't know how it is with the film industry. I would assume it's it's sort of simpler s- similar, but like in my experience, like talking and meeting other potential authors and like aspiring authors, it's either a very positive experience because you bond with other people over your struggles or it's a very negative experience. Cause you meet like the, like the really annoying pretentious people. Um Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know how it is for you guys being in film, but for me as an author, it's really annoying. Cause then, they're the type of people who say, who like talk about fantasy not being valid unless it's Tolkien and like think and stupid things like that where they don't see certain uh, certain genres like light novels as like actual literature. And they're the kind of people who only read like classics and the kind of people who say, oh, if you don't like the bell jar, you've just never been to. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going on to a rant. My, my point is like pretentious <laughs> people in any sort of niche or field, I don't appreciate their. Um, so I, I was wondering how it was for you guys. Yeah, uh, it, it,
2: it, I I will say, I feel like I run into a lot of that because as, as someone who is like in the entertainment business and in the film and TV industry, I don't really watch a lot of uh-huh. movies or like and like TV shows, not that much of either. So there there is that bit of disconnect when like people are talking and like get real film criticky right. about stuff. I'm just like, ah, guys, I think you're doing the most with that type of stuff, and it, it sometimes becomes a competition of intelligence of, like, oh, who's seen the most, who got the message of this, or, like, all this other stuff. But when you do meet those, like, like like-minded individuals, and you can have some really insightful conversations and, like, learn a lot of things, too. And as someone who's an introvert and struggles with meeting people, those moments where you do click with someone and, like, can actually talk about those things, it it, it just means the world. Yeah.
0: I think that that issue is like a double-edged sword because um i feel like you do need to like have some sort of inspiration it doesn't have to be like what right. everyone else likes mm-hmm. but like i think the whole reason why they say that is because like you kind of have to feed off of something right yeah um there's there's a lot of like great directors and people making content who didn't like study the godfather mm-hmm. although that's a very good film um haven't seen it know, it's a good it's film. It's a good film. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good film, and it's a good book too. Um, but um, there's merit in it. Uh, so, like, I would say this: like, you don't have to dip your whole like body into the water for that to be like you know amazing. But I'd say like dip your mm-hmm. toe in it, and like you're fine because at least you can be like. Oh, yeah, I know about that little thing. Like, even if you maybe didn't love that film or yeah. whatever TV show, like, you can yeah. say something about it. Um, or, like, you can take from it. Like, mm. I, I haven't even watched as many films as, like, some other people or I don't even have as much like of that, like diehard passion right. for something like some people, you know, they put the posters on the wall. They're like, oh my gosh, this quote from this film. And it's you like, what? I, mean? what? I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not. You haven't like seen that, the faucet
1: you know? of Giacomo. It's like a classic Italian film. Film noir, <laughs> like what? The no, faucet so of Jack. No, is I was just making it up. Was... It sounds like a
0: stupid film noir film. That sounds uh, really good. Let me tell you good. something. You did a great job making that up
2: because it definitely sounded like a hey, No, the but, faucet
0: of Jack. It sounds like some like yeah. World War Two film yeah. about, like, maybe, should, maybe somebody should thing. make but, it. But, but I, I was. Yeah, but
2: I'll, I'll, I, make canv- I'll
0: make a can. I'll make a canvas.
2: <laughs> but but yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying because like it is also kind of how like people talk when they're collaborating because yeah. like language is hard get, being able to convey what story you're trying to tell is difficult that's why like comps yeah. exist like you you literally have to compare yes. your work to something else that somebody has seen just so that they get a clearer picture of your vision so i understand i i need to watch more films cuz i understand like the importance of you know getting it like that but um in terms of other triumphs i uh, i think so something that I'm kind of proud of and like gleaming on to is I feel like every, with every following project or every successive project I've worked on, I feel like I've learned and brought something new to the table that has made that project better. Not always like the story of the project, but at least the process of filming. I, I've brought something to the table that has like made it better. I've like gotten more organized, I've understand or learned a, a different role that could be key and like change it. Like even the last project I was working on, uh, a DIT, which is a digital imaging technician, their job is basically, they're kind of the, li- the liaison between uh on set production and post production so like they get all the footage they can like compile the dailies and everything and that does wonders for organization when you finally do get into post Mm -hmm. and like on a lot of my previous projects i haven't had that with her olympics i did have that and that made the editing process so much smoother considering that we did do it in like a day yeah (laughs) I I, I felt good. I'm not going to lie. I I felt pretty good. And like, I I still kind of, I feel like we all have this where we kind of cringe seeing our own Mm -hmm. works, especially when other people are in the room with us. And I might feel a little of that tonight when we do that. But I I know that I'm also very proud of of what I've created, the guidelines I was able to create it under. And yeah.
0: As a final note, like that is something I've heard never goes away. Like doesn't matter how famous you are, like it just doesn't go away. Just like you still think, oh, what are people gonna think of this? Oh my god,
2: dude, Jai, I cannot tell you how happy it made me. When, when I asked you about those uh continuity errors in young for Your age and you were just like I don't know what you're talking about dog
0: what who would notice that like only Me. you are gonna notice that cuz you sat there in the editing room bro like I'm not gonna know if the guy's hat was on his hat, like head at this thing like I'm it's, not paying it's it so but it That's it's so I, hard to
1: get out of your head go ahead like with those things i like in in the performances of macbeth that i just did the past two nights like there are so many, like, when I tell you I made almost every single mistake in the book when I was, when I was doing the performances, and we, and we're doing, like, a partial stage reading, so, like, we have our scripts with us on stage, and I'm still there making mistakes, but everyone in the audience is like, well, all the people I talk to, like, the friends of the cast, that I was, I was explaining the mistakes, they were like, yeah, I had no idea, I didn't notice, because honestly, The audience really isn't going to be picking your picking your stuff out like that unless they're trying to be one of those like YouTube channels like Did you know? Here are the mistakes in Jai Jackson's new film. Like that's not. Most people aren't going to be like that. (laughs) Top
0: ten mistakes. Did you see the Starbucks? (laughs) Dude, I mean, the only ones they would notice is like sound is something that people notice immediately for True. film and TV. Yeah, but yeah. which is what I said to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's the only thing I noticed though. Yeah. I was involved in the story. I spe- I liked yours the best. Like, uh, thank congratulations you. for your acting in your own thing. That was nice. Thank like, you. you. You have a very natural acting performance. It doesn't feel forced right. or anything. Awesome
2: i appreciate yes. that and yes I, I i totally get what you oh my goodness please no my train of thought is <laughs> what? Me, repeat what you what? just said no no i, was I gonna re- said
0: that you have a very natural no no before that before that <laughs> I said that. Congratulations for acting in your own film. No, before that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're pushing my short-term memory. No, 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 no. What is no, happening no, to that
1: of my head?
2: John Luke, tag out, tag out. Thank oh god.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Listen, I just want to say that if you're a creative out there, listen, there are a lot of things that you're gonna have to do, and they're gonna be difficult, probably. But what I can say is that when you're creating something, no matter how difficult it is, no matter. No, no matter what troubles you may run into, like at the end of the day, you're creating art that you want to create, and you're creating something that you love. And as difficult it is now, as it is now, it's gonna feel so much less compared to the reward that you're gonna get for pushing through and persevering. And you know, you have friends and people who will support you. And guess what? If nobody else supports you, I'm supporting you. Okay, me, random guy me over too. the internet. I'm supporting you, okay? Ooh. I believe in you. And I am smart. So <laughs> oh, captain my captain. Yes. Notice how old, notice how only one <laughs> of us didn't say God. that we support you? Yeah. Yeah. That's shy. Oh Gosh. I silently support <laughs> all my brethren. Yes.
2: Thank you for taking that little intermission, John Luke, because I remember what I was going to say <laughs> now. Uh Ja, you mentioned uh, the noticing the sound thing. I just want to give a big shout out to everybody who works in sound, whether that be the sound recordist, the mixer, the editor, the boom operator, all you guys. You guys don't get enough credit. Uh, There's this saying in it that like, okay, nobody notices the sound unless it's bad, and then they get mad at the sound people for it. But when there's good sound, it's rarely ever talked about. Shout out to you. You are one of the unsung heroes of our industry.
0: They really are, and that's why they're the most paid. No. (laughs) They They are not.
1: I I, I can tell you, unfortunately, they are not.
0: (laughs) I mean, they're paid pretty well.
1: They are paid paid well. But you know what? I think it's time that we take the unsung heroes of this podcast and sing their praises. And that's you guys, all the listeners out there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 3 Podcast. I'm John Luke. My cousins are TJ and Jai. And I just want to thank you again for listening to our podcast. Make sure you share with all your friends. We're on Instagram at Because of Zula Podcast and on Spotify at Because a Podcast. Thank you once more. Bye-bye. Bye. Gang, gang.